Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Digital Masters interview series. Today I was on the Smarter Business Podcast hosted by Neil Carroll. I'm gonna bring you that conversation. We talked about how to grow on TikTok, how to grow your YouTube channel, how to get more confident on video, and why video is so important for your business in the digital age. So let's get into it. Welcome to this episode of the Smarter Business Podcast, where we talk to video professionals who are finding interesting ways to grow and operate their businesses utilizing video. If you like the content you hear today, please subscribe, share, and review this podcast wherever you are listening to or watching it. We have a really exciting guest today from uh, across the country, Stephen Pope of SGP Labs. Stephen, it's great to have you. Yeah, great to be here. I'm, I'm really honored that you had me on here. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll, we'll, we've got a lot of interesting things to talk about. Yeah, so, both video guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, both video guys, uh, both on green screens, right? <laughs> um, so uh, if you if it makes you more comfortable, I can shut off my background, right? And we can both just rock the uh, the chroma green. No, I like yours. So, it, I had a technical snafu. That's why you see the, uh, right. the, the pure green screen. <laughs> that's all right. It just, it's real that way, right? So... Well, let's do this, Stephen. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself um, and kind of what SGP Labs is all about? Yeah, so my name is Stephen Pope, and SGP, SGP Labs is really uh, a company that helps people uh, use video, use uh, content repurposing, and use social media to generate revenue. Uh, and that's it in a nutshell. So I work with companies that are just building out their marketing strategy and uh, want to use video as a centerpiece of that. Um, so, so people that have, uh, that want to do video, but haven't really proven out a, a marketing strategy that, that works yet. So how do we get that up and running and going and actually generating revenue? And then, then I also work with people that already have a proven marketing strategy that are creating content and it's actually working, it's bringing in clients. And then I help them really scale up that uh, that mark that content marketing strategy and the content distribution, the content repurposing, so that they can really just amplify what's already working well. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, it's such an important space right now, especially. I always talk about how, you know, how like truly transformational it can be for smaller companies. Um, you know, just having the reach that we all have now, right. right. And being able to, to talk to a lot more people. So, yeah. yeah, I think it is a big opportunity. The only, the only, the only catch there is that you treat it as one. It's not necessarily treated as just like, Oh, let's, let's not re let's not like make this as a centerpiece. Let's just kind of bolt this on to everything else that we're doing. Um, because then I, what I find is people are just kind of like, like they don't want to miss the opportunity, but they're not really invested in the opportunity. That's, that's an excellent point. If you're going to do it, do it right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Go all in. Like, um, yeah. I mean, a lot of the times what companies are doing, the reason why they're looking for something else is because what they're doing isn't achieving what they want. Um, mm -hmm. but then companies then also have this, like this hoarding mentality. Okay. So. I'm looking for something else because I don't like what I'm doing, but I'm not really willing to get rid of what I'm doing. 
or or tone it down or whatever that is. So um, I, I'm really looking for companies that that are kind of that may may not know exactly how to do it, but they're sold on everything they see. I mean, all of us most likely have purchased some sort of product or service from something that we saw on social media. Um, and uh, so I, most of us have gone through the experience ourselves, but for some reason, people have a hard time imagining themselves doing the same thing. And, and I know I, I've been starting to identify what those things are, but um, you know, you, you, you got to drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. And that, that makes it the, that makes it all the easier to kind of uh, show people the path, right? If you have your own um, success story to draw on um, yeah. and of course clients as well. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I would agree. Uh, I would agree with that a hundred percent. And, and the, uh, the, bolting video on to an existing marketing plan is an interesting um an interesting way to look at it and i think something that is uh common that doesn't always work because the same way that if we go further down the video hole the same way that a video you make for youtube might not be appropriate for linkedin or something like that like taking a strategy that you developed for i don't know print and applying it to video is is not going to necessarily get you the best result so uh very well said there um so now i'm gonna stick it to you on the uh just to kind of put a bow on this uh sgp labs what you do can you boil that um, what we do down to one single sentence, which is difficult. Yeah. So, I, so I help, um, entrepreneurs and organizations, uh, leverage video content repurposing and the power of social media to generate revenue. All right. Well, that's very nice. Very well done. Well done. And I, I think, um, I think that was in your, your explanation more or less, right? So that, that well, you already did the one sentence thing. It could be, yeah, it's like, yeah. I've been, I mean, we've all been working on that sentence for, right. for what seems like eternity. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's and, the uh, old, yeah, the old elevator pitch, right? And, no and more it, elevators, but still important. And, and I think it's important too, because like, um, it's important to get that sentence right. And it's also important to realize that the sentence takes time to develop. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So like, and, and the same with video and the same with going all in, like you made a point about the, the video and sorry that my, my brain jumps around a little bit, but you no know, problem. like when we, when we talk about going in on, on video, um, part of that is also just being willing to go out and be yourself, um, which is easier said than done, but the more you're willing to just like be you lean into the things that really make you who you are, um, the better it works. And because like most of the time, well, I mean, everyone's different. There are just the, those naturally extroverted people or whatever it is that are just comfortable and they get on there just like, boom, here's, here's me. Right. Um, and, and bless those people. But most of us, I don't think are like that. Um, and so you have to be all in because it's going to take you a little bit of time to find your voice, so to speak, which is funny. Cause it's like, 
you have the voice, you're just hiding it. But like all of the different things that, you know, you're, you're putting out your ideas, you're exposing yourself, you're, you don't think you look the best. Like, cause, cause like I've just noticed, like, especially on platforms like TikTok, when I lean into just being who I am, which is a little bit, I'm a serious guy, but I'm also kind of goofy. When I just let that out and I, I allow myself to do that and like lean into some of the technology stuff that I'm good at, that's when my channel really takes off. When I hold back, it doesn't. Yeah, and and I'll say on that, right? Like, uh, I think this is before we started recording, but we we're talking a little bit about reach and so on. Um, and when you add, when you add a whole bunch of reach, right? Like expand your potential market by so much. I think you can you can really take that whole be yourself thing and maybe it it's not a fit for everybody, but you're really going to be able to find your tribe. And when you have that much more exposure, I think it can work really well to uh, to finding those folks that you connect with the best. So, yeah, yeah. and that's a really interesting to piggyback on that. That's the interesting thing about social media is like um, when you first get on social media, nobody knows who you are. An analogy is just like when you join up to that networking group, nobody knows who you are. There's a few people that'll walk up to you and, and talk to you. And then there's the other people that won't. And you got to get out there and kind of network a bit before people know you. And it's the same with social media. So the, the, the benefit of social media is that you can find, if you niche down, you can find the same type of people that need your niche service, but it's not like a promised, like it's, it's, well, you're not entitled to anything. And so you have to have the mindset that you're going to go out there and really put your, make your mark, <coughs> you know, make, <clears throat> make your mark, <laughs> make your mark. And then, um, let social media and let, let the forces be and help and, and allow them to find you back. And once you make that connection, then things will start to get momentum. But it takes some like blind faith, but it's no different than the networking group. If you go to the networking group and you're on a wallflower, it's not going to do anything for you. Unless there's some, somebody in that group that comes and coddles you and brings you out and says, Hey, come on, let's do it. You got this and pulls you out. The same thing is going to happen on social media. And social media is just a networking group that is scalable. Yeah, I think that's that's very well put. And if I can take the analogy even further from the networking group. Yeah. Uh that's it's been my experience, right? You go to that group and you might shake some hands and meet some interesting people in the group. But the real magic happens from any of those types of groups when you break off and have your own conversation, right? When mm -hmm. you uh, grab coffee with somebody or, or set up a longer form meeting and can really dig deeper. So I'll, I'll, I'll say social media can benefit from that stuff too. Right. So that, that, that uh, is the next step there. Yeah. And it's a mindset too, right? Because, We've all had that experience where we were nervous to go to some event and we get there, our hands are kind of clammy or whatever it is. You're just like, you're just nervous. You, you probably don't want to be there if you're introverted at all. If you're extroverted, you probably just, you love it. But if you're an introverted type, you're, but then it's like, 
we, you, you have to have faith that you, you remember back to that, that event and you're like, okay, I started talking to a few people. I started warming up and by halfway through you were chatting it up with people and then you left that event and you were like, yeah, that was, that was actually fun, you know? So some of this is also like just having a mindset that some of this is uncomfortable, but I know that if I do this, it's going to work. And it, yeah, becomes, uh, more comfortable, right? So, um, because you bring up the introversion thing, um, and I would be a self described introvert who definitely, um, uh, appreciates the video meeting and like some of the, uh, the reach and interaction that this type of, um, you know, format this medium allows me. Would I guess? What are your thoughts on that? Does video make it easier for the introverted professional to kind of connect and make those um, make those those meetings, those introductions, those uh, deals? I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, video video is letting people test you out. And I mean, like audio, like, you know, you've seen the audiograms um, where it's just the voice and you see the audio moving. That's cool. But it's people see your voice. But like when somebody sees your video and like, like every time when people connect with me, they're like, I, I feel like I know you. And I don't I don't know them from anybody necessarily. And I, I absolutely do. It's like um, and. And, and the, the thing that people just have to realize is that there's a, there's a, there's a formula for you. You don't, you don't have to, you, you, in fact, like you don't have to look like anybody else. You don't have to copy anybody else on video, but yeah, if you're an introverted person, um, it's totally a good medium. And the other thing too, is like, from what I, I don't, I'm not an expert on personality types per se. I study it, but I'm not an expert, but, um, just because you're introverted, doesn't mean you don't like to talk to people from what I understand, it just means that if you go out for two or three hours and you're talking to everybody, when you get home, you're pretty exhausted, but it doesn't mean you don't like to share your ideas. It doesn't mean that you don't like to talk to people. Um, and so, you know, don't lock yourself in a box either saying, Hey, I'm introverted. I can't do video. It's, it's just, there's, it's just a skill. You got to learn it. You got to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. And the more you do it, the easier it is kind of thing. Right. Yeah, or, absolutely. That's on a previous episode of this podcast. We had Alex Sheridan. Are you oh, aware yeah, of him? Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I know him. Yeah. yeah. And Alex said, I keep quoting this from Alex. And he was like, it wasn't even me who said it. But somebody once told me it's not that it gets easier. It's that you get better. So we'll leave it at that. Right. You yeah. you learn a new skill. You get better at it and makes it makes it less intimidating and so on. So, yeah, I mean, once you see yourself deliver something in a powerful way yeah you'll be like okay i can do this <laughs> i've got it right so awesome well i'm gonna move us on to the next section in my notes here which is i do want to talk to you a little bit about uh the vidwheel creator network this month is focusing on youtube cool. and the way that you and i met was that chris hughes a mutual contact of yep. ours on uh, LinkedIn told me to uh, to reach out to you because you were the video guy and I was I was kind of poking around looking for people who might be able to talk YouTube. He and 
you know, through our conversations, you've said it's not your primary focus, but how are you using it? Well, it is a primary focus, but I'm just, I'm just starting my journey. Um, okay. but I've, but I've been able, I, I'm about to reach 400 subscribers and I've done that in just a, a couple months. Um, so what I've realized with YouTube and with a lot of things, really, sometimes we convince ourselves out of things for bad reasons. And so for a long time, I just told myself, and this is what people tell themselves all of, all the time, even with LinkedIn or something. It's like, it's too late. It's too crowded, yada, yada, yada. Um, it's going to be impossible for me to grow. And so I had a YouTube channel. I was pushing stuff out there and I saw, I saw the subscribers going up. And then I started listening to other people about how YouTube's such a powerful platform. It's still a great place to be. It's not like you, it's not like TikTok or LinkedIn where you can get instant, uh, you can, you can get people to know you right away. Um, but then I, I linked up my TikTok account to, um, to YouTube. And then I started being a little bit more intentional about pushing people to my YouTube channel. And then I really started seeing it go up, um, mm -hmm. where I'm getting subscribers every day. And I was like, huh, okay, this is, uh, this is like a really powerful thing. And then I realized, I started looking at some of my old YouTube videos and seeing that lots of them were getting a lot of views. And then I just realized it's like, oh, this is, yeah, it's not going to be easy, but this is actually a great place. All of these videos are evergreen. They are a place, they, they, they're going to serve me for a long time. Whereas my TikToks and my LinkedIn posts, they literally, you disappear on LinkedIn or you disappear on TikTok as soon as you stop posting. No, nobody's going to yeah. be like, hey, where did, where did, Steve? I mean, maybe a couple of people, but like, nobody's going to be like, hey, where'd Stephen Pope go? Like, they're just, right. it's just like, they're going to, they're, they got their lives. They got, they want to do this and that. And so that's kind of what I realized. And then I even saw that people were from YouTube were finding my videos. And so that's now, now I am, I'm, it's, it's, it's a primary place. Like my, my two primary places is really TikTok and, um, and YouTube. I see, Excellent. I see those as like my two things. So YouTube is big on, I'm big on YouTube. Um, I just hired somebody that's going to help me do it even, even better. And then in my own, um, all the skills in my, my company, we're going to, we're going to be getting good at that. That's excellent. And I mean, that's a, a great way to utilize it, right? Because from a search engine, um, uh, standpoint, it is such a powerful thing, which is probably how people end up, you know, even finding those older videos, they just have so much more of a long running presence there. And it's so, it's, uh, and it's important to know too, it's an intent based platform. So people yep. are going there to learn something. Whereas on TikTok or LinkedIn, nobody is going to find you. I, I hate to break it to you. Nobody. They're going there to either sell, sell their own thing or, uh, or to just have fun. Like for the most part, yeah. like on LinkedIn, like most of the people creating content there are, they have their own agenda. It's not, you know, but on TikTok. Uh, a lot of people are going to TikTok to actually get entertained. I don't know anybody. I've never met anybody that told me they went to LinkedIn to get entertained. <laughs> There's, nobody, yep. nobody said I, I go to sleep going through my LinkedIn feed, right? Yeah. Uh, but but a lot of the people that have booked calls for me on TikTok were just you know just scrolling yeah. before they went to bed. So um, YouTube is an intent-based platform. People going there, finding your videos, they're warm 
warm prospects potentially, whereas the other ones are going to may or may not be. That's a great point. Yeah, they tend to be a lot further down the uh, the funnel there. So that's and that and that should inform the type of content you're you're focusing on there too, right? So, yeah, and, and on that yeah. note, like if you're gonna do YouTube, like you have to you have to play the YouTube game, just like on TikTok, you have to play the TikTok game or on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So on YouTube, you know, like you gotta your your thumbnails and your uh, your titles. Who like what? What other channels have your following that you want? Mm -hmm. It's a lot of it's a, you can use all those other other things to like learn how to build out your own channel. So you know all these channels just they they have uh, their own little quirks. Yeah, yeah, right, and yeah, I mean it's a great point that some are better uh, positioned for certain parts of that that sales or marketing funnel. So we, we've kind of hit on a lot of the, I think, benefits of YouTube. Are there any that you think maybe we didn't hit outside of the evergreen and kind of you know longevity of your video content and how it remains, even if you stop posting? You mean, um, you mean like on the good side or the bad side? Or? Yeah, yeah, well, we'll go to challenges after. So benefits from YouTube. Yeah, I just think it's where people can actually learn a lot more in-depth material. So there are a few people, there's a, there's a few major things that I've learned through LinkedIn posts or TikToks and stuff. Like, but for the most part, you're getting like little tidbits of things. Like you're not getting the whole picture. But it's on right. YouTube where you can really, five, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you can deliver some real expert content that's going to really prove that you know what you're talking about. And, um, and so, oh, here's another example. I was kind of dense when the person asked me, the person said, Hey, do you have any more material? I kind of thought they meant like specifically on my program, like some video mm -hmm. or some magical document that would explain every little thing. And, uh, I didn't, I said no. And then, and they were like, you don't, and then I was like, Whoa, I have my YouTube channel. Go, go to my YouTube channel. There is like, Everything that I'm about to teach you is actually there. Like you could literally go piece together my my program if you wanted to spend all the time doing that. Um, right. So the, it's just this massive archive of expertise, right, and authority. So being able to send somebody to that is is really cool. On my website now, I don't even actually have like a a video page. I just send people to my YouTube channel which I think is actually more compelling because if somebody goes to your website and they say videos, I'm not saying that they won't click on it. They might, but if they do, you're going to have a bunch of videos and, um, they, they don't even know you yet. And it's just like, but if you have a YouTube page, I think that has a little bit more credibility. It's just like, Oh, he's got a YouTube page. That's, that's right. something that not everybody has. Uh, sure. and then they go to your YouTube page and they're like, Whoa, there's a whole archive of stuff here. And, and then you don't even have to replicate that on your, your website as well. Um, and then people can actually subscribe to it versus they can't subscribe to your website. And so sure. um, that's another major benefit as well. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. And I will say uh, I have been to YouTube channels where, yeah, instant credibility, right? When you have a channel that's full of videos, you see people are consuming and interacting, especially, right? And it 
it it really works well. Yeah, and, and even when you see someone that has like me, four hundred subscribers, you're like, okay, that's not right. That's not nothing, you know. Um, and then the momentum starts to build. Plus, I mean, yeah. long term, two three years out, you can literally be generating income from YouTube on this. Um, mm -hmm. I, that's not exactly why I'm doing it, but it's definitely in my long term plans. But like. You know, if you have a thousand, two thousand subscribers, somebody's gonna. That's gonna be a major accomplishment. There's a statistic that only like twenty percent, or maybe it's even less. Twenty percent of the YouTube channels out there have a thousand subscribers. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the one stat I used to break out once in a while. I'm trying to think what the exact number was, but it was the average YouTube video has something like 125 views or something. And that includes at the time when I was saying it, I guess uh, it would have been relevant that that includes, um, you know, like the I'm trying to think what the song was now. Oh, I remember. It was Uptown Funk. Do you remember yeah, that? I remember that, that, song, yeah. that, that Bruno Mars song? That was famous at the moment for having like 11 billion views or something crazy like that. Yeah. So when you take that into account and then you realize that the average, um, yeah, the average viewership's like 125, then you're like, wow, there's a lot of videos out there that have no views at all. So that's why, I mean, back to the credibility thing, you see that even if it's, you know, not a huge number, but a number of people are following and a number of people are watching every video, that that builds some credibility. And I think a lot of people appreciate that. They know that other people are, you know, looking into what you're saying and that type of stuff and it works well. Yeah, and, and I don't mean to be blunt, but like don't be don't be selfish either. Like how, how, like depending on what kind of business you are. Like if you're a product company, you need to sell a lot of products. Like if you sell coffee, you need to sell a bunch of it, right? But if you're sure. a consultant, how many clients do you need? Yeah. So like having a like having 100 views might be all you need. Uh Yeah. And how many people are out there running a traditional business where they get hundreds or thousands of people seeing them every day? Very few. And so I see people complaining about how many views they have. And I'm like, you're getting free publicity. Nobody, like imagine yourself in a room and everyone's, a hundred people are listening to you. Yeah. If, if that was the situation, you wouldn't be upset. You'd be like, heck yeah, I got a hundred yeah. people to watch this. <laughs> But for some right. reason, when we're online and we see other people get a million views, we just we're just like, oh, you know, like it's, you know, it's like, come on, don't be selfish. Like put in the work, get the hundred, get the thousand, get the ten thousand, get the hundred thousand and just just yeah. plug away at it. Well, and I mean, to go like uh, that's something we often say in the uh, creator network itself, like it's not about the number of views. It's about getting that one right view. So if you only have a handful of views and you get one person who's moved enough to to buy from it or reach out to you based on your video or, or you know, even change their perception of you, then that one right view moved the needle in a very asynchronous way, right? Like a way that would have, you know, required you to to take some more 
substantial action so it can work really well and we had again the reference of previous uh podcast episode but we had somebody on uh, a couple of years ago alex villafranca and he works in um like a uh a, a debt collection software company right and he was saying they were putting out videos and they're putting them out and they're you know they'll get 100 views they'll get 120 views and he said it was generating a ton of business because it was just such a narrow little space that they were appealing to that they're never going to get a million views on that content like you or i would never watch that content right yeah yeah. but the right one person was watching it and it was moving the needle so yeah and if you go if you change the mind of one person at a time um then you know you'll get the masses but like i think that like it's it's a twisted it's a twisted world because we're told create content, do video, do this, do this, do this. And it creates this anxiety to push out this content instead of like continuing to build individual relationships. Um, there was a, um, I can't remember his name, but the, the guy that, um, well, I can't remember his name right now, but he made a really great point. Um, but he was basically just saying, even though he was getting millions of views, he still saw every opportunity as just like building one relationship at a time. And that's, you know, you've got your community that you're building uh, and you're serving these people. They're all going to start to talk about you. That's a much faster way to focus on how can I help 20 people really, really well. That's a much faster way to scale than to hope that you're going to just go viral and like become everyone's favorite person overnight. Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, uh, a more predictable way right? because right. not, not everybody goes viral no matter how hard they try so except maybe on tiktok you, you might you can get pretty lucky there pretty easily <laughs> yes. yeah and uh, i guess because you bring up tiktok or steven will be back with us oh yeah um in what did we say july, july i believe, yeah, I believe july. is going to be TikTok month on the uh, VCN. That's a new subject, a new themed month that we're bringing in. And uh, Stephen, you were the some of the inspiration for that because I know you're 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 doing a lot with TikTok. So I'm yeah. looking forward to that. It's been a fun place. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a it's an interesting platform for sure. Um, I have not toyed with it much. Um, yeah, I, I I'm. Uh, I'm falling behind with my uh, with it, my new platform, so it takes, you're it gonna take, be yeah. <laughs> you're it takes, gonna be the one. To see. There, there's more hurdles to jump over with that one, I think, just because like there's such a perception of yeah. like that it's just for young kids, and so like if you're an adult and you're serious, like going out there, I think that can be um, intimidating for a lot of people. Though I will say, having worked with YouTube and some of the other, you know, platforms for a while, there there was a a time where yeah. people would have said that about YouTube as well, and it wasn't that long ago, right? So every channel yeah. has that story, right? So LinkedIn was yep. the the resume platform, sure, and everybody that wrote it off, and and because of that, and didn't kind of just see the writing on the wall, well. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not, uh, you know, Justin Welsh right now, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. sometimes it's just being early to some of these things. And that's what I thought. Like I was sitting there one Christmas 
And I was like scrolling through, just having, just, I was like, hey, wait a minute. If I'm here, there's other people like me. I saw the people that got on LinkedIn, they did well. So mm -hmm. why can't it just be me? Yeah. And that's, that's a great attitude to have, right? Like you got to give it a shot. Uh, and it really anybody who's willing to put in the time, a lot of the creators I see on LinkedIn in particular, will talk about the fact that less, I believe it's less than 1% of the network is actually creating content like associated with it. So it's, most people are still not doing it. So there's still lots of room there. There's still a lot of um, possibility if you want to take the steps. But yeah, if you're going to do it, go all in, like we said earlier, right? And keep keep pushing forward, have a plan and, and do your thing. Exactly. So. All right. So I am going to move on to, we'll, we'll put the YouTube type stuff to bed. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, go to a question that I do on every one of these podcasts, which is asking the question, it's called the Smarter Business Podcast. What is one thing that you've done to make your business or a client's business smarter? Yeah, the one, and I can only pick one. You got to pick one. That's what makes it hard. Yeah, that's well, the, I mean, having a, there's have, the game. I mean, having a good strategy <laughs> I mean, strategy, strategy matters. Um, so like, you, like, you know, you think of a marketing strategy, you've got your who, who are you targeting? What are you offering? What makes you different? Where are you going to do this marketing? How are you going to get it all done? What are the tactics? Like those are each one of those things is a place where you have leverage and a good strategy is where I think most people don't really spend a lot of time. And uh, it's like, they'll look at LinkedIn and they'll jump into LinkedIn, but there's still no real strategy behind their marketing. Right. So it's like, everything just kind of feels like there's, there's yeah. no focus and no, uh, and, and you can tell, but you, you can tell people moving around, they're like, just, there's no real focus. Like if you see some, like there's a guy, uh, Chris Walker, um, mm -hmm. on LinkedIn, I mean, just the extreme focus that you can exhibit from this guy and it's completely evident in how fast his business is growing. Right. Yeah. Um, like you don't need a LinkedIn coach. All you need to do is go to Chris Walker's profile, go into his activity feed and just study what he does for a couple of days, write down your insights and then that's your LinkedIn coach. So if you have a good marketing strategy and you have a good product and you're targeting everything, your LinkedIn will be fine. There you go. That, that, that's a smart thing right there. <laughs> Just yeah. like a Chris Walker. That's and well, and, and I'll take that and even go a little further. Like you mentioned, Justin, well, she's another great one to look at that. Like you can, you can really kind of see how people have strategized and how consistent they are in their messaging and how they're pushing out information and get a good idea of something that works. That's not to say you copy Chris Walker or Justin Welch, but just by exposing yourself to the way they do it, you can, you can do pretty well with, uh, with yeah. figuring out the strategy. Yeah, for sure. So awesome. I love that answer. Strategy is, first and 
most important strategy plus execution right yeah a lot yeah, of strategies uh, without execution and a lot of execution without strategies out there yeah and then on the execution part like that the TikTok has just been crazy i mean yeah i mean the people that are doing that well are a bunch of my clients have really grown there quite a bit like even mm -hmm. faster than me, which I'm like, Hey, how are you doing? But I'm glad to see that. Right. Like, like if you, if you're mission driven and you've got a purpose, man, if you've got a strategy, mission, vision, clarity, yeah. Good product. Bam. That's, you don't need all the co all this platform coaching. You don't need all these crazy hooks. You don't need that's, I mean, the, all those things are obviously tactical things that you can do, but like, you know, connecting with someone behind a mission, vision, product, that that's what really connects and, and does something. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it drives uh, action, right? And drives interaction from that, that group. And that's what grows those uh, followings and your, your status on those, you know, on LinkedIn or YouTube or wherever. So absolutely. Uh, Perfect. Well said. I usually leave one last open-ended, did we knock anything loose? Is there anything you want to, uh, you know, that, that like we started on, but you didn't quite finish your thought um, no, I mean, I, before we close? I mean, I think we, we hit on a lot of stuff. I, I just like to remind people that um, where the world is going, we're, like it's, it's, it's a train, it's going this way. Um, I, there's going to be pivots along the way. There's going to be evolutions to how social media works. I'm not going to go off into like web three and NFTs and all that. That's where I thought we were going, but okay. <laughs> I, 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 that's in interesting stuff. I think a lot yep. of this social media stuff will be democratized so that we're not necessarily like reliant on an algorithm giving us organic reach, which can be kind of frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, like being more present right now, like the world is not going backwards. You need to figure how you need to figure out how to build a successful digital company. Um, you need to learn how to create content. You need to learn how to have a point of view, push that out into the marketplace, help people. This is where it's going. It's going to move away from, there's always going to be groups of people and networks and stuff, but it's going to be moving away from that traditional networking group where people just show up, have their, we started talking about that one line, right? Right. Where, where right. you go around the room and everyone's like, yep. I do this. And everyone's just fighting for their chance to say that one line, you know, we're going to be moving away from that and you need to figure this out. It's not that hard. You just need to find someone that you can trust to really whittle down all of the different things you need to do into something that's manageable. And you just get started. You're going to learn, you're going to learn real fast and just keep that momentum up and then you're, you'll be fine. But you, people have to figure this out. This isn't like a, we're not joking around like COVID accelerated the understanding of that. Right. But not to, not to the degree it needed to be. Cause this stuff, like the way I see it is like people are operating here and this digital world is moving much faster, but beneath them, it's much there's a lot going on that people just don't understand from a technical standpoint and they don't need to understand all that, but because they don't, or they don't even see it, it's just happening. And like other countries, other, you know, people that were 
less uh, didn't have as much advantage of, as people in the in the states did are catching up. The leverage here at some point is going to be this big swing, and a lot mm-hmm. of people are going to be left not understanding that. And regardless of whether you become a master at it right now, like the skills that you learn are going to compound. So like even if you know even if whatever you're doing doesn't do exactly what you want, the skill set's not going to change. I was able to go bigger on TikTok faster than other people were because I had been creating content on LinkedIn. Yeah. My YouTube channel is growing faster because I did LinkedIn and then I did TikTok. And so like the skills compound even if you don't get the result you want on day one. That's a great point. A lot of the skills are transferable from one platform to another to platforms that don't even exist yet so learn it now and the other thing i would say is you know uh there's so much opportunity to reference again the networking versus kind of um operating without borders so there's also if you're willing to stand up in the networking group and you know uh, talk to a room of 30 people and try to drum up business there. Like, you know, there are better rooms. Yeah. Like the, this one. Or, <laughs> right? or like, yeah. Like the, you know, so. or if you, if you like your, like, I don't want to like knock traditional like networking I, I, groups, but it's like, if you have friends there, I mean, do it, but like learn that there's something else out there that's much more scalable. Um, yeah. Well, that's, I'm, I'm going to go to one more point on that. So you're in California, but are you LA or San Francisco or uh, whereabouts yeah, are you? Yeah, LA. LA. Okay. Yeah, I'm not in LA, but I'm outside of it. Yeah. So I uh, am in a small city, which is Buffalo, New York, right? Which is, you know, if you were to compare rent prices in LA and Buffalo and or, you know, common prices for goods or services, LA is a a higher rent city. So if you're in a lower rent city like myself, branching out into some of those higher income, higher higher billable cities is an incredible opportunity that's that's definitely worth going forward with yeah so. i mean like there's so that's a great point there's so many little things like that um yep. and just like you know like a final point for me like if if you if you're ever like worried like oh this i'm too late i'm too late you know like even when i was thinking i was riding my bike i was like i'm it's like what if this what if i'm too late to youtube but what if i what if it takes two years to grow and then something switches and I just knew, I was like, it doesn't matter because all of those skills that I'm learning, I could just push them somewhere else and I'll just be that much faster there. So, but, but sure. you're, you're making a great point. Like you can go yeah. into all these other high income areas. That's what, that's what all these offshore companies are doing, right? They're coming over right. here. Cause it's like, yeah, they, they do a deal here. It's like huge. Yeah. Right. Not, but it won't be like that forever. It's going to equal out like that earth is flat book. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it'll there will be a time shortly, right? Where everything's a little more evened out. Unless you're so, an electrician or a plumber where you, right. ha- you have to have a physical like thing. You which, have to be there. Which right. will continue to exist for some industries. Yeah. But even then, like I've seen a lot of... The, Gary Vee had a TikTok where uh, he got an email from like a cement truck company, which is a... T- I mean, you couldn't get any more local. 
You couldn't get any more industrial. You might say you couldn't get any more boring, but I don't mean to be rude, but (laughs) they got like a million dollar contract off of TikTok. Huh? Well, there you go. If the cement truck companies can do it, then uh, yeah, what are you afraid of, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think that's <laughs> yeah, that's an excellent way to round it out. I'm gonna thank you, Stephen, for being on, uh, and uh, thank you to all of you for joining us for this episode of the Smarter Business Podcast. If you like the content you heard today, uh, please like, subscribe. Um, you know, review the podcast. And Stephen, where can people find you? Where's the best place? Yeah, so obviously on you, if you go to Google and you just type Stephen with a PH, you can find me on any one of your favorite platforms, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok. So Stephen G. Pope, or you can go to my website, sgplabs.com. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to be all over the place. Uh, and serving people where they are where at, at that moment. So, um, but yeah. Excellent. Well, then, yeah, find Stephen anywhere. And if you can't, come find me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll hook you up with Stephen. So thank you very much for taking the time. So, so much appreciate being on. This was a lot of fun. I, I love the questions. And I uh, look forward to July when we get to meet up again. Awesome. All right, man. All right. You have a good one. You too.